Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David here and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks again for joining me and as always, thank you so much for all all your questions and subjects that have been coming in. Now today's subject is a little bit sort of not the nicest subject to talk about, but um, when you're talking about death and people passing away, but it is a subject that um, we have had a couple of questions about and it's all around selling a property as an executor of a will. Now, you know, you hope you never have to come across this scenario and that you um, end up dealing with this. But obviously with most, with a lot of people having property that when they pass away, how is that dealt with in terms of um, selling the property or how is it dealt with in terms of the will? So as an executor of the will, what there is, is there is a defined process and there are certain things that need to happen Um when you are given that responsibility. So that's what we're going to quickly cover in today's podcast is a quick guide to selling property as an executor. So you are aware of the things that you should um, be doing. So if you're named as an executor in a will, um, this podcast should simplify selling uh, the home for the deceased. Now, if if you are named as an executor in someone's will, you do have a lot of duties and responsibilities placed upon you. So it will fall to you to gather in and value the assets of the estate, pay off any debts and liabilities, calculate and pay any inheritance tax that's due, and distribute the estate in accordance with the will. So in addition to that, unless the the beneficiaries named in the will wish to have the deceased's property transferred into their names, you as the executor will need to sell it. So this is where this um, guide comes into play. Selling property as an executor is slightly different from the usual process. So how should you go about um, doing it to ensure things run as smoothly as possible? Well, number one, obtain a grant of probate. So if the deceased owned owned the property in their sole name, then um, when selling property as an executor, you'll need to get what is known as the grant of probate. This is a legal document issued by the court, which confirms the validity of the will and names the executor who has the legal authority to deal with the assets. This includes the legal authority to enter into and sign contracts on behalf of the estate, such as the contract to sell a house with the agent. As an executor, you need to be aware that obtaining a grant of probate can take potentially 12 weeks or more. So bear this in mind when looking to sell a property. Number two then is get the property valued. Now, as part of the process of applying for the grant of probate, you will need to get a valuation for the deceased's property or properties. This should reflect the value of the property at the date the owner passed away rather than the actual selling price. Um, you can do this via a surveyor or via an estate agent. So um, all your options there, just as if you were marketing your own property. 
Number three, check the title and the deeds. At this stage, you should also check the property's title. You should be able to do this with the land registry. Um, you can do it online now. You should then get a solicitor to check the title entries to see if there are any restrictions affecting the property or defects in the title, which may need addressing before the property can be sold. For example, there could be an outstanding mortgage you were not initially aware of, or even someone else owning a share in the property. Number four then, can the executor sell property without all beneficiaries approving? Now, unless the will states something to the contrary, there are no special provisions made for the beneficiaries to sign off on a property sale. However, it's always advisable to have open and clear communication from the outset and a written agreement if necessary. If the home is sold for less than a reasonable market value, then disgruntled beneficiaries do have the option to sue um, the executor, adding additional stress to an already tricky situation. So um, the best thing to do is have all those discussions very early on, um, that the beneficiaries know how it's all going to run and that they uh, approve everything being done by the executor. And you just don't get this, uh, you know, I have seen and heard of it a number of times where um, it can get a bit heated between beneficiaries and the executor. And it's a huge amount of responsibility to have. It's a very, you know, tricky personal um, situation involving family and relationships and all sorts of things. Emotions are running high. So um, as with all of those kind of scenarios, communication at, from the outset is the best way forward and if needs be just just thrash out an agreement before you start number five then what are your options for selling property as an executor um you've got you could put it on the market with a tr traditional estate agent so when you get the property valued as part of the applying for grant of probate you can talk to the estate agent about putting the property on the market the pros of this is you should be able to get a fair price for the property and especially if you're not in a hurry to sell the cons are you will have to deal with the property selling process, including the to and fro between solicitors and estate agents and yourself, and this can be stressful and time-consuming. The other option that has become more, um, more and more a growing option over the, the last few years is to use a quick house sale company. Um, and they, they claim to sell your home fast. They do this by buying the property directly or finding a third party buyer very quickly. The pros are the property being sold fast um, can be an appealing option when you're trying to dispose of a deceased's home. Um, firms and companies that do it may pay solicitor and search fees, meaning you don't have to worry about these costs and um, you get paid quickly, normally cash purchases. The cons are that these companies usually buy at a discounted rate, which could be as much as 25%. So there is uh, the risk of the price being reduced at the last minute sometimes. The fee structures are not always transparent and the quick house sale market isn't currently regulated. So you aren't protected when selling a property to one of these companies. So tips if you are considering the quick house sale company route is make sure you obtain a valuation from two or three estate agents so you can work out whether you're getting a fair price for the quick um, sale. Look for 
quick house sale companies which are members of the National Association of Property Buyers. Get everything in writing. Don't be rushed into a decision. Read your agreement carefully so you know exactly what you're getting into and don't feel pressured into using a legal representative the firm recommends. Um, You can easily find your own solicitor, get other recommendations from friends, family, um, but uh, I'd highly recommend that you don't use, you don't put everything in to the one basket and you don't have any element of extra protection um, by using your own. So just be wary that this, this option really does work for some people because the good quick house sale companies out there can move quickly. They've got cash. They can buy the property very, you know, there's there's less hassle. There isn't a delay of marketing to the market and waiting for the right buyer. So this really only works if time is essential for you um, more than the value that you're going to get. And it's it can potentially be less hassle and less stress. So it is an option that um, is out there for you. Number six then, obligation to sell for the open market value, irrespective of which route you choose to sell the property. And as an executor, you are under an obligation to sell for the open market value. If you sell for less than this, a beneficiary can look to you for the difference in value. So bear this in mind before accepting a low offer in a bid to shift the property quickly. So in that case, this is where the um, clear communication between all the beneficiaries and the executor is there, that if you're going to accept a lower offer or you're going to accept a quick house sale company doing the purchase, then I would recommend that you all agree that and everybody is in agreement with it because the last thing you want is this to drag on where... um, people don't think they've got the best value. Um, Now, just because you're using a quick house sale company or accepting a lower offer, you know, if that's where the market is at that moment in time, then you can argue that that's a fair market value, but you've all got to agree that, you know, and you don't want people um, feeling like they've lost out in any way. So um, clear communication, again, is critical. Number seven, be realistic about timescales. While there's nothing to stop you putting the property on the market and accepting an offer before the grant of probate is issued, the grant must be in a place, uh, must be in place in order to exchange contracts. It's important to give estate agents and potential buyers a realistic timescale from the outset. Number eight, how easy is it to sell a probate property? While you might be worried about trying to sell a probate property, the good news is given the quantity on the market, buyers are familiar with the concept and won't be put off. In fact, you may find a probate property is relatively easy to sell as buyers may be attracted by slightly more affordable prices, being chain free, and the fact that the property may offer a renovation opportunity, an opportunity to add value. Number nine, then check the property is insured. Another task you need to undertake as the executor is ensuring the property is properly insured. Insurers can decide not to pay out on claims if the policy is still in the name of the person who has passed away. So call the insurer and ask them to amend the name. You should also inform the insurer if the house is now vacant, 
as most home insurance policies will not cover a property unoccupied for more than 30 days. You may need to pay an extra premium for the additional cover. Equally, the insurer may not insure the contents once the homeowner has passed away because there's a higher burglary risk. So you may have to remove any valuables from the house to avoid arguments and upset. Again, talk to family and friends and members and beneficiaries before doing anything like removing um, belongings. Number 10, clear the property. As an executor, you need to remember that you must clear the the, uh, deceased's property of all their belongings before it's sold. This can be quite a long process, especially if it's a childhood home, which contains a lot of memories. So be sure to leave enough time for this. Number 11, what will it cost? When selling a probate property, you should not find yourself faced with any major legal costs than for the sale of a normal property. While you may face some modest additional costs, such as clearance of the house prior to selling an additional insurance cost for a property left unoccupied for more than 30 days, these should not be excessive. That said, you might also incur costs if, say, the house needs to be kept heated during the winter to avoid it getting damp, or if you decide to employ a gardener in the summer to keep the lawns mown and the garden tidy. Equally, if you're struggling to sell in a slow market, you may want to spend money on improving a property before selling to get the best possible price. As an executor, you're entitled to get these improvements carried out within reason, but it is advisable again to inform the beneficiaries before spending any of the estate's money. So there we go. We've got 10 Um, 11 tips there to sort of give you an overview of the whole process of um, selling a property as an executor. It's not the um, most inspiring topic to discuss and um, it can be tricky because like I said before, there's emotions involved and it's not something you'd expect to have to do. But I hope it gives you just an overview of the process and the things that you may have to do. The biggest thing with it, as with um, any sale of a property, is work with your team of solicitor and estate agent to make sure that everybody is aware of the process, um, the grant of probate and things like that. All the beneficiaries are kept in good communication and the process will run as smoothly as possible that way. So I hope it helps if you are in this situation. Um, Again, if you have any feedback or questions or scenarios that um, you'd like to share, please do reach out to us. You can catch us on our website, askthestateagent.co.uk or on our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So again, thanks for listening. I hope it helps a few of you out there that may be facing this and... um, yeah please do keep your questions and your subjects coming in so thanks again for listening and until next time it's goodbye for now we look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move thank you for listening to the ask the estate agent podcast